And now for something completely different. Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Hello, I'm Ali Shilton and she's Steffi Barnett. And a very warm welcome to Shout Out. On today's show... Uh, we catch up with Brigstow and their latest project... It's film festival time, so I will be catching up with Monty. And a rather familiar voice talks to us about audio dramas. Mm. All in the next hour, right here on Shout Out. Hello everyone, how are we all? Evening all. Right. Uh, and a very warm welcome to Matthew Tosh. Yes, good to be back with everyone. Mm. Yes, very good, thank you. And uh, um, I'm almost back on daytime hours. I've been doing a bit of night shift lately, so um, I'm I'm feeling a bit... uh, The time I'm recording this, I've just had my lunch. Oh. (laughs) That's not messing with my head at all. (laughs) (laughs) So... Uh, hey, yeah. some sad, sad news for um, uh, everyone in the LGBTQ community. Um, Hazel Dean is um, packing in the the, the live gigs, uh, which is uh, very sad. Was she uh, hanging up a microphone? Yeah, no, not in the stu- not in the studio. I spoke to her earlier, so she's still going to be recording stuff, and uh, she's coming on to the show in November. Wicked, oh, nice. nice. lovely. Yeah, she's lovely. Um, always yeah, fun, very nice fun to interview, isn't it? I don't blame her though. I mean, she's she's been up there in in the spotlight doing stage stuff and the like for yeah. oh, many Forty decades years. Now. Must be. Yeah, she's worked yes. hard for the LGBTQ community, and she's yeah. such a champion for the trans community. Mm. Yeah, bless her. Cool, well, it's good. We're going to get to speak to her in, in uh, November. I look forward to that. So. Yeah, uh, well, I'm hoping, got my fingers crossed, that she is going to be putting out a brand new single for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> You're hoping we might so, get an exclusive in November. Well, <laughs> Hazel uh, are you listening to this, Hazel? Show, so, well, she usually listens to the show, so Hazel, <laughs> let's have an exclusive. Get your Christmas thinking cap on. <laughs> oh, you are funny. So, uh, anyway, well, we have got one of uh, Hazel Dean's songs um, uh, coming up uh, called uh, Who's Leaving Who. But um, first off, we're going to catch up with uh, Brigstow. Uh, so, have a listen to this. My five on shout out. Hi, my name is Sean, and I head up Brigstow's latest development, The Peer Partnership. Those of you who have listened to previous Brigstow podcasts will be used to hearing us talk about the support we have been providing for people living with HIV and the campaigning we've done to raise awareness about the condition over the last 25 years. It's been amazing to see how things have changed over that time and to be able to see what have been the most effective methods of helping people live well with their HIV. Without doubt, one of our most effective programmes and the most popular has been peer support. Taking the vast untapped knowledge of people living with the condition and having them support others directly has been a game changer for our services. And we've seen how important it is for people who are newly diagnosed or struggling to live with the condition to get the opportunity to meet somebody who's been through similar experiences, face the same obstacles and barriers, and somebody who can show them that it is possible to live the life they want beyond their diagnosis. 
We don't want to see this limited to just HIV, but to try and make sure that anyone living with a long-term physical or mental health condition, or those experiencing difficulties due to protected characteristics, such as age, gender, ethnicity, or sexuality, can get the chance to be supported by people who they can be confident, fully understand the issues they're facing, and help them feel less alone and isolated. So the time for more peer support has come. Having lived through multiple lockdowns due to coronavirus, we all know how much isolation can affect us all, and peer support helps with this more than anything else. The Peer Partnership is a Brigstow project that plans to design, develop, and implement peer support for all. And we're already doing this. In 2019, we transferred our peer support model to a new program for people living with type 2 diabetes, and the feedback that we're receiving from people who have been through the process has been fantastic. Our, our service users tell us they have a better understanding of their condition, and they feel both more able and more confident to manage healthy lifestyle changes and follow their medical advice after receiving our support. But most of all, they also tell us they feel both listened to and heard, something that we all wish we felt more often during difficult times. So because of this success, we are currently designing programs in partnership with other organisations for a wide variety of conditions and life situations. We are developing peer programs for conditions such as long COVID, endometriosis, schizophrenia, fibromyalgia, and students who identify as trans, among many other potential projects that we're looking into. Where there is a chance that reducing stigma or encouraging and supporting healthy lifestyles will help people live the lives they want, we're looking into developing peer support. We're not doing this alone. We're designing these programs with the people who are living with the conditions. Our peer advocate program has recently taken on five volunteers living with a variety of conditions, and we are training them to develop programs for their situation, which we will then try and implement. This is program designed from people who understand best what is both wanted and needed to provide the best support for them because it's designed by them. We're also working with other organisations, providing advice on how they can set up their own peer support programmes, supporting the development of their services, and providing training for their mentors to make sure that they have the knowledge, skills, and confidence to be effective mentors for others. We at Briggs, though, are so proud of what we've been able to do over the past 25 years, and with the peer partnership, we're also really looking forward to what we can achieve over the next 25. To find out more, visit our new website at www.peerpartnership.org, or search at Peer Partnership on Twitter and Facebook and follow us for our latest news and updates. If you have a story you could tell in five minutes, get in contact. Visit us online at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Shout Out. LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. There you go. We're going to miss that being done live, but um, yeah, lovely, lovely. Uh, the Hazel Dean there with that Who's Loving Who. So, and, uh, one of Steph's favourites, isn't it? It is. I <laughs> love that track. Yep. So, I think anything by Hazel Dean you love, to be fair. I do, yeah. She's made some crackers, you know, and um, 
Yeah. Uh, but, well, she's not going to stop now, is she? She's going to keep going. Did you did you bop back in the day, Terry, to Hazel Me? Dean? Yeah. Um, slightly, slightly before my time. I think by the time I came out into the club scene, for the gay club scene in the nineties, it was more kind of housey housey and trancy trancy as opposed to uh, <laughs> high energy, you know. But I do love it. She's a lovely woman, and that is a great pop track as well. It's wonderful, isn't it? I remember, I remember her stuff from the eighties. Yeah. yeah. I remember building Lego models to her music. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. No, there's yes. another growing story. up in the eighties. Yes. <laughs> Maybe when we interview um, interviewer, we need to get you on with her, and you can describe what you did while well, she was singing. Build build Lego while she sings to you live in the studio. That would be really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Hazel, you inspired me. What did you actually build while she was singing to you? Oh gosh, all sorts of things: cranes, uh, spaceships, um, wow. fairground rides, cable cars. I mean, really, really interesting things. Well, I'm sure Hazel's proud of you. There we go. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that's really tickled me. <laughs> Uh, let's get some news headlines while I recover. <laughs> this is Shout Out News Headlines on Thursday the 2nd of September. A gay woman who quietly resisted the homophobia of the 1980s and took legal action ahead of its time on behalf of all same-sex couples has passed away at the age of 74. Mary Cunningham Simpson, who spent her final years at Colne in Wiltshire, did not see herself as an activist or pioneer, but when her life partner died in 1984, the local council attempted to evict her because it did not recognise any lesbian relationship and right to remain as with heterosexual couples. Simpson battled all the way to the European Court of Human Rights, resisting eviction, but lost in the final appeal. In a reflection of the homophobia of the day, even the human rights justices ruled against her and said that gay people had no right to a family life as specified in law. Such bigotry would eventually be swept away by legal changes implemented by the Labour government of the late 90s. Associate Press Professor Loveday Hodson of the University of Leicester said Mary Simpson was a true pioneer. She should be celebrated and recognised for her bravery and determination to fight injustice. Amplifying Voices is the name of a small stand of LGBTQIA cinema that sits within the upper section of Bristol's HMV Superstore. The media shop has a long history of selling LGBTQIA-friendly materials and currently boasts a range of rainbow-designed cards, tote bags, eco-friendly drinking bottles and badges as well as DVDs that sit under the Amplifying Voices display. In there, you can find a limited but essential range of cinema for communities under our rainbow LGBTQIA spectrum. For example, 120 BPM is a French film that is set during the AIDS pandemic in Paris and follows a group of gay men and their allies as they take protest actions for more research and access to trial drugs, all set against a thumping contemporaneous soundtrack. Blue is a movie from the late Derek Jarman, a filmmaker whose latest years also saw him embark on activism with Act Up and Outrage. And A Fantastic Woman is a Spanish offering that follows the life of a young trans woman living in Santiago following the death of her partner and her fight back against injustice. 
Birmingham's LGBTQIA radio station Gorgeous FM reports that disabled people working in the television industry experience large barriers to their careers. The findings were compiled by the Lenny Henry Centre for Media Diversity at Birmingham City University and found that 80% of respondents reported that their careers have been negatively impacted by their disability. The survey was conducted across multiple levels within the TV industry, including executives, producers and managers. Marcus Ryder, MBE from the Selene Henry Centre, noted that the findings demonstrates a shocking basic lack of understanding of people's legal rights, which is holding people's careers back. Our own Terry Starr, reporting for Shout Out, said, One way round the holding back of people's careers in the mainstream networks is to build our own disabled media to directly communicate with the wider communities. Already we have RNIB Radio for Blind People, available on Freeview Channel 730. Whilst online there is Able Radio, a national station run from disability community projects in South Wales. Conservative activists Crispin Blunt MP and Sue Pascoe have penned an article for the Conservative Home web portal outlining how British newspapers, most of them hostile to LGBTQIA civil rights, have whipped up what they describe as a moral panic about transgender young people. The top newswire Pink News reports that Blunt and Pascoe describe how the current reportage is very similar to the anti-gay and anti-lesbian hysteria of the press in the Middle Ages which opened the door to anti-gay legislation in the shape of Section 28 of the 1988 Local Government Act. The media have had a field day mongering, misquoting and creating moral panic over the Scottish Government's Supporting Transgender Pupils in Schools Guidance for Scottish Schools pamphlet, Blunt and Pascoe wrote. And finally, Karl Heinrich Ulrich is remembered this week by the gay and bi-male pagan blog at Antinus the Gay God. Mr Ulrich is well known in the German gay movement as an important predecessor to today's LGBTQIA activism. In 1864, some three years before the first recorded use of the word homosexual, Ulrich came out to friends and family and started using the printed media, the only media that existed in those days, to agitate for for equal rights for earnings, a word that denoted gay people in that era. As part of his gay rights lobbying effort, he wrote dozens of pamphlets with titles such as Researches on the Riddle of Man-Manly Love, aimed at dispelling homophobic myths about same-sex love. Mr Ulrichs was born on August the 28th in 1825 and died in 1895 in Italy. There are streets named for him in the German cities of Munich, Bremen and Hanover. For these news stories in further detail and much, much more, you can check out our website at shoutoutradio.lgbt. For Shoutout News, this has been Matthew Tosh and Terry Starr. Shoutout News. National and international LGBT news for you. Shout out. LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. And we'll burn. Wow. <laughs> That's going back a bit. Yeah, 1930s? No, yeah. 1994. <laughs> That's uh, Don Percival and uh, One More Kiss, dear. Yep. It's like, it is like he's singing it to you, Steph. I 
it was. Uh, what I found amazing, because that was from Blade Runner. Van Gelis wrote the music to that. And Peter Skellen, if you remember him, um, uh, wrote the words oh, or right. lyrics. Mm. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So. Now, changing the subject completely, um, there's a big film festival that happens uh, every now and again, an LGBT plus film festival called uh, the Palace International, I believe, isn't it? Palace International it Film is, Festival. It is, yeah, and it's in, it's in Bristol. It, it, this time it's in Bristol, yeah. I, I don't know, yeah. is it always in Bristol? Or is this a first? Um, um, I don't know whether it's a first, but um, is this year it is in Bristol. And... Oh. Um, uh, really looking forward to it. They've got some cracking stuff coming up, as yeah. you will soon find out. Oh. Now, everybody loves a red carpet do, and especially international film festivals, and uh, one is coming to Bristol, International Film Festival. And uh, join me is uh, Monty. Monty, tell us all about it. Oh, hi there. So, yeah, we are very excited to be putting on the Palace International Film Festival 2021, which was um, postponed from, from last year. So it's been two years in the making and we've got an awful lot to share with the city of Bristol and also anyone else that would like to, to come to Bristol for the festival. So it's a LGBTQIA plus film festival. Um, so it's kind of... Um, on the radical queer side of the LGBTQIA plus spectrum. Um, and we are really um, sharing stories and ideas from across the whole spectrum. Now, Monty, will you actually be showing uh, complete films there or um, is it just snippets? So part of our sort of mission statement really is about elevating experimentation and inspiring conversations. So we're doing that through lots of different film mediums. So um, there are four feature films, which we're very excited to present to you, and they will be screened in our pop-up outdoor cinema, because everyone loves an outdoor cinema Oh, experience. don't they? Yep. <laughs> so um, we'll have one feature film each evening, which will be played about 8.30, 9 o'clock when it gets dark. Um, often they'll be started with a live performance and also followed by a panel discussion. So they're really evening events outdoors in the open-air cinema. Um, are you allowed to tell us, Monty, what those films are going to be? I certainly can. We'll be kicking off on the Wednesday night with Drag Kids, which is a wonderful film exploring uh, children's journey coming into drag performance. Um, so that will be um, kicked off with performances by Dis and Romeo Dela Cruz. And then following the film, um, Claire Lowe from Wigan Box Promotions will be leading a discussion with those performers along with Jersey about their own experiences of coming into drag. So it's kind of a whole evening around drag that one um, and then on on the second night on the 9th of September um, Kiki Bristol POC Collective are um, presenting their selection Pariah um, and again that will be that will be followed by a panel discussion of Kiki members and other guests so um, really the, the, the evenings are all about um, uh, 
a full entertainment at, around the film and kind of creating conversations around these as well. Um, and then on the Friday night we have Queer Japan, really fantastic documentary that kind of shows you snippets of all these amazing kind of underground scenes around Japan. And then finally on the Sunday we have our closing film which is No Hard Feelings. Um, so yeah. Oh, that sounds really, really exciting. Now, it's not only films going on, is it? You've got some workshops going on as well. And I noticed one of them is called Queer Ballet. Yes, exactly. So we've got some really exciting workshops. Again, real variety here. Um, Queer Ballet really invites those who um, would maybe not fit into the traditional um arena of ballet which is obviously sort of very kind of strictly um sort of controlled and invites sort of queer friendly ballet experience so for people to come and try out different moves and um in a in a really safe environment so that would be really wonderful um we've also got a queer DIY filmmaking workshop on the Sunday there's a a collaborative poetry workshop there's there's more dance workshops and more and um, performance workshops so lots of variety there okay monte you've got to tell me what slime time slugtopia is please <laughs> <laughs> well so this is a, a really exciting workshop that's happening on on the saturday afternoon um and it's run by vix williams who is inspired by the mating rituals of, of the leopard slug and they have found a, lo a lot of inspiration <laughs> from, from slugs generally um, and they love playing with slime so we're going to create some uh, UV reactive slime and, and just have a lot of fun with it really um, to really understand what it's all about you have to come to Slime Time Slugtopia to, to really understand it I think <laughs> <laughs> I think for just that alone Monte people need to go um, now as well as the, the, the big movies you've got lots of shorts on can you just give me uh, uh, some highlights of the, the shorts I've noticed you've um, got animation yeah, exactly. So predominantly the films we are screening are shorts because there are just so many amazing uh, queer filmmakers in the United Kingdom and internationally that we want to share. Um, and shorts are a fantastic platform for people to really find their creativity and, and, and get going in the industry. So um, we've got over a hundred different shorts being screened and these have all been... Um, formed into 14 different programs that you can come and enjoy. So the animation program, for instance, is really fantastic. A real range of different animation shorts and techniques in there. We've got the Best of Bristol program, which um, includes films which are all made by Bristol filmmakers or include um, Bristol in, in their content. Um, we've got the Oscar Bright um, program Queer Freedom um, which Oscar Bright Learning Disability Film Festival have, have kindly um, allowed us to host um, so there's really different shorts programs for, for so many different areas that I'm sure people would um, find really exciting so we've got one on sexuality one on gender um, 
there's a spotlight on Brazil because there's some really amazing queer cinema that's been coming out of Brazil the last two years so we want to really explore that and lots of the um, shorts programs are followed by live Q&A's either in person or remotely and in the case of the Brazilian films so lots of chances to really interact with the filmmakers and, and ask questions about the shorts that you'll be watching virtual reality Queer, <laughs> queering the metaverse tell me more <laughs> yes exactly so that's another really exciting part of the film festival um, so virtual reality is you know really coming along very very quickly into our world and, and into our personal lives I think you know in the next five ten years it will start to become really crucial to how lots of people live their lives um, and one thing we're really conscious of is how important it is that queer LGBTQAI voices are seen and experienced through virtual reality. Um, so that's what we're really trying to do here through four experiences which you can come along and, and view. Um, so they will be screened continuously over the whole five days of the film festival. Um, just come and get a ticket and you can see um, those experiences um, so yeah there's some really cool ones in there one of them is actually a film that I directed myself all about the Bristol ballroom community um, we've also got uh, quite a challenging film called um, Catcher um, Catcher Be Your Own Dentist which is definitely not for the faint hearted um, quite a sort of traumatising <laughs> look into, uh, I guess, the, the inner mouth of, of um, having some dental surgery performed. Um, but then there's some more ethereal, light-hearted experiences like Above the Firmament that really takes you up out of um, the planet, out of the atmosphere, into space. Um, so, yeah, some really amazing experiences in virtual reality querying the metaverse. Right, you've also got panels... Um, and um, I just love the titles of these panels Rave as Activism Organising at the Party and Queer Science The Biology for the Gays <laughs> Yeah, so we're hoping these will be really fantastic events that um, will bring the community together and um, can really inspire debate and conversation they're both around uh, quite sort of contentious issues in a way so rave as activism is all about the idea that so much sort of political progressive ideas begin actually on the dance floor at a party at your friend's house or at a, a nightclub maybe with listening to some music that you've never heard before and then new ideas come into your head and, and you discuss these and communities are, are built around having fun and it's sort of like how can we transfer this kind of party activism to actually real political change outside of these um, areas so um, that would be a really interesting discussion with some fantastic panellists including Yaz Bryan from Ujima Radio um, who um, works as, as in all sorts of, of ways to really kind of bring this community activism outside of, of, of just the medium of radio um, we've also got Harry Gay who um, has done so much work um, in queer activism. He started 
queer house party over the first lockdown, which was um, really important at bringing people together when they were sort of locked down in their own spaces um, and allowing community to still flourish through what's been a very difficult time for all of us. Um, and also Harry Newland, who's very important in the Bristol community again for really um, s- sort of looking after the queer political culture that that thrives so well in Bristol so that will be a really interesting discussion and then we've got Queer Science Biology for the Gays um, really this is um, again taking inspiration as Vix Williams has from examples in nature from animals and natural relationships that um kind of our examples of queer ideology that we really want to um, progress with Um, and you know what is natural and unnatural is often used and can be used in quite problematic ways when it when it comes to um, LGBTQIA rights so it's sort of thinking where do queer and trans people fit into this idea of of nature Um, so we'll be discussing that with two practitioners in the NHS um, from their um, perspectives as well as um, Vicks as well from Slime Time Slugtopia will be lending their um, wisdom Monty, I can't believe we just ran out of time. Um, so we need your social media. We want a review of the dates um, and uh, just basically everything you can throw at us so we can keep in touch. Of course. So it's the Palace International Film Festival. You can find us on Instagram at Palace Film Fest. And also our website is palace, palacefilmfest.org. Um, all of our tickets are available on Headfirst. Just briefly on, on the tickets, they're available on a sliding scale depending on how um, your financial situation. So they range from two to four to six to eight pounds. Same price for, for all the events and um, depending on what you'd like to pay. Um, and it will be in Bristol from Wednesday the 8th to Sunday the 12th of September so literally end of next week we're very excited and it's going to be in St Anne's uh, um, St Anne's House Bricks um, which is a new creative community project which has just started so it's the perfect opportunity to come and check it out and see all the amazing things on offer Oh, wow. Thank you, Monty. And hopefully you'll be absolutely rammed and not have a ticket left at all. And uh, good luck. And um, hopefully we'll find out all about it after. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. Bye, Monty. Thank you. Bye then. Goodbye. Shout out. LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. That's uh, a bit Kylie there. That is um, uh, magic, <laughs> in case you hadn't guessed. Uh, I drank Kylie at the weekend, actually. And if you think I'm, I'm joking, I'm genuinely not, because she, she has a rosé wine um, available in most supermarkets. Um, and we, were, we, were, we, we tried it. It's actually quite nice if, if you like rosés. So, yeah. So, uh, you can honestly say I drank Kylie Minogue at the weekend. 
Well, I thought you were going down a different track with that one, Andrew. You recovered well. <laughs> but um, also, Kylie is a, a brand of incontinence uh, products, isn't it? Used <laughs> by hospitals and care homes a lot. Yes, I, I, I don't, Kylie. Kylie, Kylie but I, I don't think they Kylie Minogue. So they're they? not Kylie Minogue no. pads, no. no. <laughs> but no. you never know. I mean, perhaps no. she wants to expand her business empire. <laughs> so, if she is listening, I am so sorry he said that. <laughs> well, oh, I think. Well, I think the lawyers are already on yeah. the phone. I, I like. I like your wine. If you're listening, Kylie, uh, I would definitely buy it again and, and drink it. So, uh, now changing the subject again because you know what this show's like. We, we dive around all over the place. Whose voice do we absolutely love having on this show that we haven't heard for ages? Oh, God, Biella. <laughs> it is indeed um, And uh, she's here with some news um, about audio drama I've listened to this Hi, I'm Ella Watts My pronouns are she, her And I used to be a presenter on the wonderful Shout Out Radio And I'm here right now to tell you about Audio Drama Day at London Podcast Festival So London Podcast Festival is a two week long event at King's Place in London Right next to King's Cross Station Where you see a bunch of podcast live shows, workshops, lectures talks, panels, the works. And on Sunday the 5th of September, we're having a very specific day dedicated to the best and brightest of contemporary audio fiction and audio drama. It is going to be amazing, and I'm not just saying that because I curated half of it. It's also going to be very, very gay, which, if you're listening to this show, I'm guessing is something you want to hear. The modern audio drama community is incredibly diverse, especially when it comes to LGBTQIA identities, stories, and representation. So at the festival, we've got a lot of really cool gay and queer shows that are going to be running all day. In the morning, for example, we've got the queer Welsh and English language drama We Know None about a woman who was trying to find her missing girlfriend who disappeared while she was doing a paranormal investigation. Here's a trailer. Frankie and I have a good relationship, mostly. We're just an average couple in our 20s, you know? Nothing special. Well, I'm nothing special, but... Frankie, uh, she's something else. The smartest, most ambitious and passionate person that I have ever met. I fell for her immediately. She's always got ideas and theories to explore. Life is never boring when you're with Frankie. She's got a beautiful smile and eyes that can see right through you. I love her so much. So if you're listening, Frankie, come home, please. We all miss you. Whatever it is that you're looking for, we can find it together. Just just let us know that you're safe. <sighs> Thank you. Dioch. Miss Thomas, when did you last see when I could address some of the room's We Know None, a new paranormal drama from Calliopic Productions.
see We Know None for free at 11am on Sunday the 5th of September at King's Place in London, right next to King's Cross as part of Audio Drama Day at London Podcast Festival. But that's not the only queer content because one show does not make a gay day of programming. No, we are going to have a whole bunch of identities represented all day. So the Silt Versus, which is a big paid live show, stars an asexual woman and a trans man. Wooden Overcoats stars a bisexual woman in a relationship with a woman and two men who are married to each other. Radio Elusia stars a trans woman and a bisexual woman in a relationship with each other. And Radio Elusia, Wooden Overcoats and The Silt Verses will all be playing live at London Podcast Festival on Sunday the 5th of September. You can buy tickets now and if you get three or more tickets then you get 15% off. On top of all of that, we've got a whole bunch of people who identify as non-binary, bisexual, gay, lesbian and trans, genderqueer, who are going to be on free panels all day at the festival, including one hosted by myself called Telling Your Story, which is all about telling stories from diverse perspectives. I think it's going to be a really, really cool day. I also think it's going to be a really, really gay and queer day. And I'm very, very excited about it. So if you're in London or you're able to get to London, and please do come along to King's Place at any time between 10am and 10.30pm on Sunday the 5th of September. There is so much free programming as well as the paid stuff. It's going to be really, really wonderful and I hope to see some of you there. You can find out more about the day at www.kingsplace.co.uk and search Audio Drama Day. Again, I really hope to see some of you there. There's a bunch of free stuff as well as the paid shows and it's going to be beautifully, fabulously gay. Thanks so much to the team at Shout Out. I love you guys. I miss you. Bye. For more information about Shout Out Radio, visit us online at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Shout Out. LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Uh, Empire of the Sun. Oh no, that's Alive. And judged by the bopping I can see going on on the webcams, you're all alive. <laughs> that's Allegedly. The sort of, you, that's the sort of track you never need to uh, identify the artist because everyone just knows. So a lot of yeah, people so have a very distinctive, it. very distinctive sound, I think, Empire of the Sun. Yeah. yeah. But I really the like them. to come through in the last 15 years, really. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah I like them as well. Yeah. Um, and can I say, on behalf of Shout Out, hello, Ella. We miss you. We love of you. Course. It's so nice to hear your voice on, on the show again, wasn't it? So That was uh, that was quite professional, I thought. Yeah, I know you love. She's loved. working for the BBC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Ella. <laughs> Steph said that. She's done me. well for herself. No, she's, she's doing amazingly well for herself. Yeah, it's so we nice need to see to as well. We need to dig out the past stuff, don't we? She did some great series on history. You know, we got well, the history from from Ez running mm, at the moment. But mm. before Ez, it was um, it was Ella. It was Ella, Ella yeah. Some Although some I very think good stuff from Ella. Mythology. I seem to remember Ella read it about twice as fast. Uh, I mean, she, she yes. really was kind of like on steroids whenever she was on the radio with her. But I think that was because she just enjoyed being in the studio with us. It was, uh, you know. Yeah. She got <laughs> so, very excited. But do miss her. Do miss her. Because um, she was going to come to Pride last year and join us, but of course that got cancelled. Um, yeah. And of course well, uh, this year got cancelled too. So uh, we'll have Perhaps to have to, from London. have to see if we can get her for the Christmas show. Especially now we can do things remotely too. Mm. You know. No, mm. we need Ella in person. 
Well, She's yes. the type of person you yeah. want at a party. <laughs> Definitely. So, Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, Ella, if you're listening, you have to let us know if you're free for the Christmas show. So... Yeah, and Terry, I, don't, I think we need to put a warning out to the listeners uh, before we do this. The C word is about to be mentioned, Terry. As camp as Christmas, you mean? <laughs> oh, yes. Too late. We, were going to, we were going to mention that changing rooms has returned to Channel Four after a seventeen-year oh, absence. Oh my goodness! And um, they have a married couple. Uh, team of consultant designers the lovely Russell Whitehead and Jordan Cluro who you might have seen in your TV magazines if you subscribe to them because they've been giving some interviews and they say they're not afraid to have a couple spat on the air and they're going to be looking at the interior design of many people Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen he's still involved in it yes he said that he he had to come back and show that a 57 year old could still look good in leather trousers that's what he said (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah he's doing um, I keep seeing him pop up on YouTube on adverts um um, he's done quite. He's done well. He's done very well for himself, as they all have. But a blast from the past, anyway. Seventeen years off the air, and it's come back. Oh, I wow. used to. I used to love it. I mean, some of them were really good, but some of them were hideous. And when, when they were hideous, <laughs> it, it was far more entertaining to watch because you you watch them walk in and go, "Oh, I, I love <coughs> it." <laughs> You'd be like, "You're redecorating that screen. as soon as they've gone." <laughs> <laughs> it's a testing so on-screen diplomacy. Indeed, mm. there was at least one episode where a woman just burst into tears on seeing the room and said, you've ruined it. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, the other one I used to love was the garden equivalent, Ground Force. Do you remember that? Yes. So they they yes. used to get a garden and do a complete makeover. That was Alan Titchmarsh and, and, and co. Um, I've seen him great. in real life. Have you? Yeah, he's walking in Bristol along down by the what's that very posh hotel, Hotel Duvan, down at the bottom of Christmas Steps. And I looked round and I kept looking round. And he looked up and he smiled at me. So that's uh, yeah, as if to say, yes, I am Alan Titchmarsh. Is, and, um, is that if, your claim to fame, then, Terry? That's that's one of my claims to fame. Yeah, <laughs> and if you More like will be it, revealed in coming weeks. If you like <laughs> it, um, I don't know if you ever watched the series Grand Designs, uh, but they've they've actually got an exhibition this October at the NEC, um, and uh, I. I'm off off to see that, um, which should be amazing. Oh, lovely! So lovely. Yeah, I don't think it happened last year again because yeah. of COVID. So all, all these things that are coming out of the woodwork, but yeah, changing rooms. It's gonna be. Inter- I'm gonna have to watch it just to see if it's any good this time mm. round. Mm. We oh, probably need a design fair, fair though, because people have been doing extra DIY and designing during Indeed. the pandemic, and now they oh, need God. to sort of yeah <laughs> fix one. I, I was going to say just that. Yeah, sure. There's been some complete and utter screw ups uh, during the <laughs> pandemic too, hasn't there? So. Uh, anyway, that's it for this week. She's not ready. Oh, sorry, I fell. Uh, I fell asleep. We will be back next week. A brand new show. Uh, catch us on partner, partner stations, etc. Grab podcast from our website, shoutoutradio.lgbt. Gone. Okay. So, do you want me to do your bit now? Yeah. Hurry up. Uh, we'll be back same time, same place next week. <laughs> From then, myself, have a great week, everyone. Bye bye now. Say bye bye. Bye bye. Shout out. LGBT Radio for you.